Hi guys, this is one of your hosts, Ashley. And this is your host, Creola. And this is... What's, What's the, the tea? tea? <laughs> <laughs> okay guys, so today we are going to talk about toxic parents. Mm-hmm. And if you, la- if you hear us laugh, this is just how we are. So like I said, we're going to have fun and we're going to laugh. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely gonna be a lot of laughing. <laughs> I'm sure. So, you know, our topic is toxic, toxic parents. parents, and normally when we talk about toxic parents, a lot of people assume is a, a scream and a the sound. Yeah, and reality is more than that. It's mm-hmm. really more than that. What do you think toxic parent for you is? Uh. I see toxic parents or, like, the parents that don't take accountability for what they've done or what they are doing. And then they try to make it, like, seem like it's normal or that they're not doing anything. That's kind of toxic to me. And just, like, a like a parent that doesn't care. Absolutely. And that's really what a toxic parent is. A lot of people think, like I, we were saying earlier, a toxic parent, they assume that it's just a parent. Like, I'm going to hit you with the chancla, which is, you know, the, the mm-hmm. shoe. Or the sandal. But in reality, um, it's more than that. And if you have actually lived with toxic parents or a toxic parent, then you would know what it is. Like, for example, parents, like Coriola said, parents don't take accountability. If you call out a parent or parents on their shit, the first thing is to say, you are ungrateful. You're ungrateful. Like, that never happened. I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to be here. It's, you know, a lot Mm. of parents feel like, we owe them stuff maybe we do maybe we don't that's for Mm -hmm. another topic but a lot of parents do believe that as you know fucking as their kids we somehow owe them respect we yes of course we do have to owe our parents respect but constantly allowing parents to disrespect you and bring you down it's that's not crazy and toxic parents are not just like you know emotionally toxic parents Mm -hmm. we also have parents who really shame you for who you are as a person your weight, your looks. Like, I look like you, so if you call me ugly, you ugly too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's facts. <laughs> like, you cannot say I'm this when mm-hmm. I'm exactly like you. Yeah, that's true. Um, is there any experience that you had with, like, a toxic parent? Uh, I'm not calling nobody out. <laughs> I'm not calling anybody out. I love you all. <laughs> Hi, um, auntie. <laughs> No, but there's, like, there's been, like, instances where I felt like I wasn't heard, and, um, yeah, I felt like I wasn't heard, or something that happened that I remember differently, she remembers differently, and then it's not, like, I'm gonna just hear you out, it's just, like, you know, like, I'm gonna shut this down, because this never happened, but I feel like it has to be talked about, if we talk about it better, then maybe we can both heal on both ends, and then we can move past it. Do you think that you guys talking about it can end up into, like, a bigger fuss? Ooh, it depends. <laughs> it depends on what topic we're talking about. Because <laughs> if it's, like, uh, well, I don't have good specifics. But if it's, like, something that's, that's, like, really big that happened, then we're going to argue about it. But if it's something where, she, like, she considers small, then we can talk about it. We can get past it. But if it's something that her that's not small, then we're most likely going to argue about it and then get nowhere and then just both end up upset or hurt or crying. Do you, you think that that is something that should be fixed? <clears throat> uh, yeah. your age right now, do you think Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
definitely I think that should get fixed, <laughs> but it's it's only gonna get fixed whenever like we're both ready. Accountability. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It goes back to what Creola said at the beginning, accountability. And I feel like sadly, um people our age, I am twenty five by the way. I don't know if Crayola feels comfortable sharing her age. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I just turned 25, y'all. Yeah, so... Um, damn, we're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Five years from 30. But we're still looking good. But, um, kind of yeah, funny. I feel like when... I feel like as being, like, the first child... Well, I was the first child, you know? Mm-hmm. You, I don't know if you were the... No, I was the third. The third child. But I yeah. feel like when you're, like, the first child and your parents have you at a really young age... Oh, You're yeah. growing up with your parents, which comes with a lot of <clears throat> trauma, a lot of um, experiences. Mm-hmm. But even if you're not the first child, you know, I feel like when you are in a household with a toxic parent or parents, you're still, you know, how do I explain? How do I say it? You're still, like, growing up with them, but at the same time, yeah. you're picking up behaviors that just sincerely are not. You're picking up this, their unhealed okay. trauma, too. Like, exactly. if, they're, if they have, like, anger issues or... Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not narcissism, but like something, something. But a lot of parents are narciss- narcissistic. Narciss- yeah, like they. Um, sorry, guys, I have a hard time pronouncing that word sometimes, so just ignore me. But yeah. a lot of parents are like that too. Mm-hmm. They're very narcissistic in that sense, where like they pick and pick and pick, and then you finally blow up and you let it out. Oh my yeah. god, you're so ungrateful. No, mm-hmm. but I also feel like parents, our generation, don't don't know like emotional intelligence you know being if you are able to manage and learn emotion intelligence you're 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 done you you win a lot of us are not capable of being super emotional intelligent like Mm -hmm. we go based on what we feel our anger yeah emotionally driven that's what if you i if you have opportunity to stand with someone who's so emotionally like intelligent in that sense where like they're on point with their emotions. They control it. Mm-hmm. You'll be scared because you're like, damn, like this person just really got oh, yeah, trying to get you out of character and you just sat there and handled that shit like a boss. Yeah, that's true. It is scary because it's like, wow, like you, you really learn emotional intelligence. I feel like that's what our old generation of parents, they don't know. I feel like a they lot haven't of- mastered it. Yeah. And a lot of them just go <clears throat> off of like, this is how I was raised or this is what I was told. And then they're like, they give like half sorries, but like, but you made me this way or you, I'm sorry because of what you did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's always the sorry, but with still but the but. Yeah, yeah, the but. but. A lot of parents don't like to apologize. And I feel like, once again, I'm not a mother, I'm a stepmom, but <clears throat> that's for another topic. But me and my mom did not have a good relationship. Still, mom, I love you, but I'm sorry, but I'm about to get a little personal. But I love my mom. We didn't have the best relationship. <laughs> At the beginning, like, when we were going, like, I, I grew up with my mom. You know, I was mm-hmm. the first child. My mom was young. My mom was, like, what, 17 when she had me? Yeah. What the fuck are you going to... At 17, how the fuck are you... That's Bitch, young. I'm 25, and I'm pretty sure that when I have a child, I'm going to be lost as fuck. Probably yeah. crying to my mom, like, I need help. Mm-hmm. Imagine at 17. Yeah. You grew up with a parent. Um, our relationship was a little like rocky when I was in high school for the same reason that, you know, she, I was the first child, first teenager. How to understand a teenager? Mm-hmm. Teenagers at uh, there's a, a certain age with some of them going to this rebellion stage where you're just like, oh yeah, Lord take the wheel because if I take it, I'm gonna beat your motherfucking ass. Especially if you, <laughs> if you have grown up 
in a black household, Latino oh. household, Caribbean household. Mm-hmm. Parents do not play about that shit. They do not play um, about none of that shit. Like, yeah. you want to fucking do shit on your own? Get the fuck out and start getting, start working. And, <clears throat> you know, we didn't have a, a actual relationship. And this one time I told her, like, you don't understand me at all. Yeah. Whatever I try to tell you, you flip it and you turn it into something else. You need to... I was so upset. At, yeah, I didn't realize how upset I was. And I told her, like, you need to shut up and listen to what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I ended up crying after that because I felt so bad at the way Which that I had reacted yeah. towards that whole situation. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I could have said it better. But, bitch, I was, I was 16. You were angry. I was angry. <laughs> yeah. And it was more to that because, you know, in that time... Um, my mom was was dealing with my father's and my ancient daddy. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> my ancient daddy's um, infidelity. So I understand yeah. that maybe you know she was so busy trying to keep herself together to keep us together that yeah. she did, you know I I don't hold grudges on her on that because my dad ooh I don't have like back to the same conversation when you have a toxic parent I don't have a good relationship with my dad because he is a toxic parent he is the toxic parent yeah up to this point you know. Mm-hmm. And it's so frustrating, like you said it. If I was to have a sit down with my dad about everything that we have done, best believe I'm getting, we both put in them fucking boxing gloves and we oh swinging on this one. I tell my dad, I'm like, there's a lot of shit that you've done, not just to my mom, but to your kids. Yeah. And you're still doing it, so. And don't want to take accountability. And then, and don't want to take accountability. And his first thing is, your mom is putting me against you guys. No. no. <laughs> you putting yourself against us. We mm-hmm. see your actions. The only, di- the only difference is that we are no longer kids. Yeah. At a certain age, you, when you're young, mm-hmm. at a certain age, my brother, my brother allowed me to say it. Mm-hmm. He first saw my dad as this fucking hero. When my brother hit 12, he started realizing who the good parent was and who the bad parent was. The, parent was, the bad parent was. And that drifted him into a whole depression. Like, mm-hmm. really bad. Because he's like, what the fuck? Like, I really thought this man was... <clears throat> Yeah, like the, 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 the person father. that I, as a kid, I thought I was. Yeah. No, put him into this whole mental state. Up to this point, you ask my dad, what's our favorite color? He's not going to know. My dad doesn't know anything of us like that. My dad's yeah. love language was money. Mm. I don't know what your parents love language was, but for my dad, I don't have memories of my dad like that. Yeah, I have yeah. memories of him fucking <laughs> shut up because that's all he fucking did. Mm, I feel you on that one. But I don't, like, I have beautiful moments with my mom from the good ones to the bad ones up mm-hmm. to this point. Yeah. With my dad, the only memories that I have of this man is, once again, toxic parent household. Phones. <clears throat> How was your parents when you had phones? When you had phones when? When you were younger. Where they strip, mm. where they like snatch that shit and like, like whatever. Go through it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like damn, like. Let me do something wrong. Let me do something wrong. Get my phone snatched and my phone's getting gone through. As who this, who's that? Why are you texting this person? I'm taking this phone. It's in your phone no more. Yeah. Privacy. I feel like as parents, I get it. We want to protect our kids. The world is full of shit. But if we don't give kids our privacy, this is where kids become sneaky. And this is coming from someone that, you know, um, was sneaky. I was a sneaky fucking teenager because my parents were strict. My dad. I remember this one time, bitch. A lot of people in middle school and high school be like, damn, you rich. You got money because you coming with like a new iPhone every single other fucking three to two weeks. Uh, When in reality, this is going to, this is where, you know, toxic parent comes. 
But in reality, I couldn't be on my phone in front of my dad because he would get upset. He would snatch my shit and break it right then and there. And that's why you kept getting a new phone. I rem- exactly. And I wasn't going to tell people that at school because, you yeah. know, it's embarrassing to tell somebody like, oh, the only reason why I'm getting um, a phone it ain't because my, my dad is rich. Yeah, motherfucker got money to be spending it on iPhones because, bitch, I was getting the newest iPhones that you could think of. But at what cost? Emotional yeah. fucking damage. Because yeah. I was getting them bitches broke. Like this one time, just because I was literally texting a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear what the fuck he was saying. He grabbed my phone, smashed it to the door. Yeah. And dropped it and started stomping on it. I was like... He could have just been like, hey, like I'm talking to you. Another thing that he would do. Um, he was so explosive. And this is where we're going to talk about after picking up the behavior. My dad was mm-hmm. so explosive. I couldn't get a bad grade because he would pick up a chair and break it in front of me and my mom. Yeah. He would break the, 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 the mirrors in the house. Every time that something was going on, me and my mom had to literally talk to each other to see how we, we would tell this man in order for him not to react, break mm-hmm. a wall, punch the wall, or break my phone. I would have to hide my phone in a certain place that he would not be able to find it. Because I knew that's what he was coming for first. So when yeah. people would be like, damn, Ashley, you rich. You got all this money. That's <laughs> Little do you know that whenever he's breaking my phone, I'm crying because for what? What is the need for you to... Or he was snatching. He will tell me, when I come back... Give me your phone. And he will go through it. But he gave me the opportunity to delete whatever the fuck I would have to delete. Yeah. So, you know, all that stuff was like, at that time, it seemed normal. Mm-hmm. You know, once I studied, I started studying psychology. I even started taking therapy. Mm-hmm. My therapist like, honey, that's abuse. That's an abusive yeah. parent. I was like, well, damn. Like, at that time, you don't, you don't see it like that. You don't see it as abuse. Yeah, at that time, you're just like thinking that it's normal and stuff until you either have that own realization yourself or when you're in therapy like you said like me going to therapy i found out a lot about myself and that a lot of the things that i went through were traumatic or abusive and i didn't really register that i just thought like damn like it's normal this is this is this is life and i shouldn't have been like accepting that at such a young age exactly but i mean now that i know that it's not normal i obviously want to unlearn the things that i uh what is the word and learn to what to break it yeah i want to i want to heal from the things yeah Yeah, i want to heal from them i don't want to put them on to any future children or anything like that like i want to better myself break generational curses because yeah why do you want to be the reason why a child's in therapy i know it's sad damn i was in therapy because of my dad for multiple things you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so before we continue with the toxic behavior somebody said what age well hi sammy Hello. Somebody, oh, well, Sammy said, I don't know why I keep saying somebody, but she said, at what age do you guys think it's appropriate to have a phone without supervision? What do you think? Oh, okay. So I feel like a good age would be, ooh. I mean, when you say supervision, do you mean like, uh, like without them like going through your phone or like taking your phone away at a certain time? Yeah, or like, like be a little more specific so we can answer it with like a thing yeah, I th- because if we're talking about without supervision in the sense we're like not going through it at all or once a while mm-hmm. i would say 15 yeah. but let your kids know the consequences of what's gonna come if they're fucking doing some stupid shit on the phone yeah like or, or be like, able to set a rule yeah set a rule and most importantly build mm-hmm. a trust with your kids yeah. and let them know like hey 
without your parents being able to go through it with the good reasonings with good reasonings um Ooh, i don't think i don't <clears throat> think that's well if you're saying like they can't go through it without good reasonings then i don't think there's an age for that trust yeah there trust has to be... is, a, is a huge key i feel like mm-hmm. trust is a huge key my mom never went through my phone she's like i'm not gonna go through your phone because it's your privacy mm-hmm. but i want you to feel comfortable enough to come to me if you fucked up yeah or, or if there's like obviously something going on and they can tell that it's like revolved around the phone mm-hmm. like have a conversation about it and then if i mean obviously no child is going to be okay with their parent going through their phone but if it gets to a point where you're not seeing any improvement then i'm like okay you know what let me take the phone away and go through it with them don't like go to their phone and like look at them and stare at them and be like oh they and don't break their oh, phone how dare you or anything <laughs> like that in that sense yeah but um yeah i think that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I personally feel like um, it's trust. I feel like, cre- most importantly, before all of that, I feel like creating a, a bond with your kids in the sense where they come to you and anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a, when, you have, when you're a girl mom and they get a phone, you're going to talk about, you know, don't send inappropriate pictures to anybody. Yeah. Let them know the danger that comes with social media and that a lot of people... But they're raised in households where evil and wickedness is in their heart. It sounds fucked up, but it's the reality of the like of it. Yeah, you know, trust comes within that. Make sure that your kids feel comfortable enough to trust you. Like, you know what, mom, I fucked up. Yeah, I feel like my view changed completely since I had my boys. Yeah, I feel like you know, there's no right, there's no right and wrong answer because yeah. I feel like each mom is different. Sorry, we're reading. We're reading you guys' comments. Yeah. Of course, I don't agree with the toxic behavior, but I think the children under 18 are healthy, influenced by social media, and you can't control what they see. That's very exactly. true. Exactly. And then this is where you come in as a parent, you know, that's what my mom did to my brothers. Like, you know, try not to... Definitely. Yeah, I feel like trust. Everything, it will set to place with trust. Mm-hmm. My mom did not allow my brother to go to the mall until right now that he turned 15. And she yeah. said, because before he would go to the mall and she would be like, we would be like fucking super spies on the bitch, like lurking yeah. to him and stalking <laughs> him and shit. But mm-hmm. I told my mom, like, I don't know, I think it's time that you let him go, but also I'll allow him, you know, because you can't shelter your kids forever. That's very true. You got to let them learn life, you know, learn to experience life. You're not going to live your kid's life. They're going to live it on their own. They're going to make mistakes. But it's up to us to teach them that because you make a mistake doesn't mean that you're constantly going to continue making a mistake. A mistake is made once. That's if you true. do it again, that's no longer a mistake. It's a fucking choice. <clears throat> my mom told my brother, I'm going to let you go to the mall. Mm-hmm. You fuck up, Junior, you're not going to the mall ever again. I'm allowing you to go and have fun with your friends. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be there. Think wisely of the choices you are going to make because they're not going to affect me. I've already been there, done that. I lived what I had to live. Yeah. The choices you do now are on you. Mm-hmm. And my brother has to trust with my mom. Whenever something's wrong, he goes to my mom. Yeah. Because one time, motherfucker came with the fucked up hand. You would think that she, he was going to hide it from mom. I was like, no, mom, I got into a fight. This is the truth. You want to ground me and you want to take everything away from yeah. me? Yeah. I feel like that's important, too. Trust is important. Trust with your parent because... Yeah. Like, growing up, you can go through a whole bunch of things and just keep it to yourself and have to deal with that same... But be for real, there's some things you ain't gonna tell your mama. Of course! Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Sadly, that's true. A lot of our kids are not. Like, I think my mom, one time, went through my brother's phone. Mm -hmm. Homegirl was traumatized. 
Ooh. never went through my brother's <laughs> phone again. But she did have a talk with him and told him, mm-hmm. you know, you need to be careful what you do on the phone. Yeah. You need to be careful what you do on the phone and whatever pictures you received. She's like, I cannot speak for the pictures that are being sent to you. Yeah. But I can speak to you. Mm-hmm. If you ever do some dumb shit exposing things that you're not supposed to expose, I don't care if you're my son. Yeah. Law will be enforced and consequences will be there. Yeah. I'm not raising no fuck man. I'm not raising no dumbass person. Mm-hmm. I'm not raising a man to hurt females, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, because let's be real. Mom, I'm not going to say. But, yeah, come on now. We, yeah. we have kept shit from our parents. And once again, my stepdaughter, you know, she's three. And also my friends like, aren't you excited that in the blink of an eye, she's going to be 15, wanting to do stuff like this? My fiance gets mad. He's like, stop. Because... We've been there, done that. So, yeah, yeah. for my future daughter, <laughs> no, you at 17, oh, I'm going to go eat with my friends. I see you eating when you come back. You're going to get your ass whooped if you're still <laughs> underage. Because been there, done that. Oh, I'm going to go eat. No, bitch. No, no, no. Not, not like that, but sorry. <laughs> no, homegirl, you're not about to fool me with that. Same with my brother. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, once again, trust. My, yeah. my mom have to talk with this is how fucked up my dad is that he's in his own world mm-hmm. my mom spoke to my dad to my brother about condoms mm. so comfortable to the point where like some family members were uncomfortable so shocked because this one oh. time my, my brother's like mom like i need condoms and they were like oh. <laughs> like what like you allow him i was like what do you prefer a yes, child better. having a child mm-hmm. or you know this is how comfortable we are with my mom that my but like I be telling my mom sometimes what I'm doing to my men in the bed. But that's because once again, mm-hmm. I know a lot of you guys are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" But when you have the comfortability and trust with your parents, yeah, outsiders are gonna see it as like, "What the fuck?" Vice versa mm-hmm. with my brother. You know, my mom told her, "I'm no longer going to go through your phone." But if you fuck up, Junior, you're gonna know what an ass woman is. Yeah. Same. You know, he has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna. T- I'm not gonna tolerate the cheating. I'm not gonna tolerate the disrespect, the abuse. Yeah. You're gonna treat your girl with respect. I don't give a fuck if you're young. My sister-in-law lives with us. I know he's That's so very young. Nice a lot of family. I'm telling you, outsiders were looking at us like, he's 15. Why is he living with his girlfriend? But my mom, you know, she's like, she's going through stuff. Yeah, it's like that. You don't know what's going on through the home. I, you know. It could be my kid. It could be your kid. I have kids. We have to be, you know, understanding. But it was just so funny because outsiders see it's so weird. Like, what the fuck? Like, you guys are doing this and you guys are doing that. But that comes with trust. So Mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong answer supervising your kid's phone. It's what makes you feel comfortable and what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. My mama made a basket for my ex and I had it condoms in them and she told him if you need any of this just tell me if you don't feel comfortable with asking your mom yeah yeah it's best for i honestly feel like it's best for parents to just not like aid unless i mean unless you're okay with it but it's best for them to be able to trust their parents enough to come to them when they need things children can be prevented stds can be prevented and it also just makes the bond even makes stronger closer makes the bond stronger there's trust. And you shouldn't be feeling like you can't tell your parents anything either. I want my future kids when they're in trouble, to, the first thing that comes into the head is to say, fuck, I gotta tell my mom. I don't care about none mm-hmm. of any other thing. I gotta yeah. go tell my mom. But yeah. to wrap it up, we could talk about 
picking up the behavior because oh, yeah. that's okay so we did ask a question about do kids pick up the after the parents behavior and mm-hmm. the question is yeah you do this yeah. is coming from somebody who picked up her ancient daddy's behaviors all the toxic behaviors you could possibly <laughs> think of i picked them up and i hated that because i one of my biggest fear up to this point is to be like my dad i know that i'm over it like i'm not going to be like my dad but it's still in the back of my head i struggle a lot with that like mm-hmm. i'm not i sometimes have to like when I'm fighting with my fiance for the minimum of things, I try to be like, breathe. Yeah. Because what's the first thing that wants to come to my head? Punch this nigga in the throat. Oh, punch the wall. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, in my head, it's like, um, breathe, breathe. You're not trying breathe. to bring back Ooh, those No, and I remember, that. like, you know, because of the same reason, once again, my. <laughs> That's my biggest fear, too. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think this is, like, some funny shit when you say our biggest fear is to be, like, our toxic parents. It is not a joke. It is true. Yeah. I told my mom, I remember, like, when I got into, you know, the serious relationship with my fiancé and we Mm. moved in together, I was afraid. Not because, you know, experience life. It's a beautiful thing when you move in with somebody you love. But Mm. I was like, what if we get into a fight and I react like my dad and I start punching shit? I don't want that. And I went to therapy for that. I went to therapy for that because... This one time, me and my mom got into an argument. I was like, what, 16? And we were so upset that, what the fuck did I do? I turned around and I punched the glass window. Ended up getting stitches, had to go to the fucking hospital because I couldn't control my anger. Yeah. That's what I picked up from my dad. But I also did pick up beautiful things from my mom, too. But, mm-hmm. yes, do kids do pick up. So, I'll, that's why I always tell people, you need to be careful what you do in front of your kids. You ever notice yeah. a little girl copying you when you're doing your makeup? Oh, yeah, because they've been as watching As a mom girl? Mm-hmm why because they're observing you yeah my stepdaughter sometimes she's on her ipad and you would think she's on her ipad but she's watching me do my makeup and that little girl girl (laughs) she calls you know she calls me mom Mm -hmm. um can you do my makeup obviously i'm not gonna put makeup on her because she's a little what do i i but i literally bought brushes just to pretend to put makeup on her and this one time she was i was cleaning she sat on my makeup table Every movement that I was doing, that I do when I do my makeup, bitch, she was doing it. And I told my fiance, I'm like, this is why we always have to set good examples because kids watch you. It's like monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, exactly. Kids watch you. And kids eventually start knowing who the shit parent is and who the shit parent ain't. It is there. It is there. And I told my fiance, I'm like, believe me. But what about you? What toxic behaviors you picked up from? Oh, uh, my anger I picked up from my mom. I, I've i seen my dad angry, like, once, but not, like, angry to the point where it was, like, really bad. It was just, like, he was upset, and he just raised his voice. But, um, my mom... But I love you, mom. But <laughs> my, mom auntie, but. And my mom, she's she's done, like, a 180. She's changed completely, because my mom, she, she was dealing with, like, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. So she was, like, very, uh, very angry, and... Just an edge. Yeah, just... An edge, mom. It was like she was on 10 24/7. Mental health does strength the fuck out of you. Yeah. And but that got her her anger, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes with her way of thinking like I have a habit of not believing what people tell me even though what they t- what they told me is is really true. So I've been I've been working on that. I've been going to therapy, y'all. Trust me. I'm, I'm still I'm, I'm I'm in the process <laughs> of getting anger management, but <laughs> I one thing I never want to do is put my hands on someone I care about. My I don't want to put my hands on my boyfriend. I don't want to put my hands on my mom or my sister. I mean, sometimes I want to kill my sister, but not literally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what happens with siblings, you know? Let me I, stop you real quick. Yeah, growing up, I did pick up a lot of bad behaviors. I used to get really angry and then just immediately 
like try and fight my brother and try to fight my sister and I picked that up from my mom like my, not trying to fight them but just like being angry all the time I don't know why my mom was angry back then but I feel like she was mainly angry towards my dad because my dad wasn't in the picture that yeah, yeah and like, you know being a mom and having and there was, there was, to you know struggle and not get yeah. the help with the parent that's supposed to help you can be can be frustrating yeah and there's like four of us mm-hmm. well then it became three of us and then my mom was doing all that by herself two girls one boy it was a lot a lot on her yeah but um yeah i got my anger from her that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah same here my explosiveness until my my fucking psychologist she's like Ashley, you have intermittent explosive disorder. And I'm over here looking at her like, what is that? She's like, well, it's kind of past anger issues. It's a little higher than that because mm-hmm. your way to get your voice is by screaming. Nobody wants to fucking scream. And when my fiance and I first got together, bitch, babe, if you're watching this, I honestly salute you for handling me because I, when we first got together, I was some crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows me knows I, before in back relationships, it was like, you talking to me back? Right in the mouth. I was a very toxic girlfriend. I was abusive. Yeah. I would hit. <laughs> I would hit my ex partners a lot because it's good that you grew. Up I grew that. up in that like you know household. Like I run shit, so you're gonna listen to what the fuck I'm telling you, and that's that. And you know when my fiance, apart from him taking out, removing that masculine energy out of me, he brought the soft like you know, energy off of me, the soft feminine side of me. Mm-hmm. I was very toxic back, like, when we first started dating, like, for littlest things, I would get so pissed off, and I would get so triggered, and I would go to the bathroom, like, breathe, actually, breathe. Oh, and I will tell him, like, I will have this bitch the fuck out. Yeah. Stop fucking playing with me. He would look at me like, I'm not your daddy, but you acting like your daddy, like, you know, Luna said here. Mm-hmm. When he said that, ooh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, there's changes that need to be changed. I started yeah. taking therapy again. And ever since then, you know, we, you know, as partners, we have fights. But I've, we've mm-hmm. learned, I've learned, I, because my fiance is very collective. Like I said, I give him props because sometimes I know, like, my school be unscrewing. But um, I do give him props because, you know, handling somebody who comes from a toxic, and we grew up in a toxic environment too. So we, bur- yeah. we both learned from each other at the beginning of our relationship. Mm-hmm. But Lord, bitch, like yeah. <laughs> when I would tell them, like, oh, this, in high school when I started to stab an ex partner of mine, in high school, bitch, yeah. obviously cheated on me, which I could have easily walked away from it. I grabbed a pencil, boom, right in the throat. Oh my! I could have gone to jail. <laughs> I could have gone to jail for that shit. Like, and I and this, my, I told my mom, like, this is mm. what happens when I, like, you know, I grew up in this shit. But I'm, you know, it feels good when you grow out of it. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm 25, and I'm, I'm. In steps to learning emotion intelligence because mm-hmm. you know people be testing my patient and you know who you know what the mm-hmm. fuck I'm talking about yeah. and I feel like I've handled it very you do the best you I could. Well. Yeah. The only thing you know I'm working is my mouth, my mouth. Because yeah. if you say your mama at home, be like, well, that's why your grandma dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, I yeah. Gotta work. you gotta work on that. You gotta work on that. You definitely gotta, I gotta work, on, work that. on my mouth. But do parents? Can parents be the first humans, or not the first humans, but the first people to hurt their, hurt child? their children? Yes. Yes. They be the first one to give them the spark and be the first one to take it out. So if you do have mommy issues and daddy issues, believe me, we can relate to you. Not mommy issues, but I could relate to you, daddy I issues. I got mommy issues and daddy issues. Let me tell you, this one time somebody was like that I was talking to back mm. then. He's like, this is where you are, how you got it, because your daddy issues, because your daddy left. And I was like, first of all, bitch, 
Mm-hmm. You don't even got a daddy. Oh. <laughs> I was so upset because it's like a lot of people assume that daddy issues are just an absent parent. But, but it's more than that. It, you know how hurtful it is to have an absent present parent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when you're looking at them and they act like this on social media, they rant about how they're good parents. I'm oh. like, ooh, you make me sick. <laughs> like, my you know, dad on Facebook, like, woo do do Like, and yeah. I'm looking at them like, would you ever feel ashamed of the things that you post? And you're looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, and they should you act look like, like they don't know what you're talking about. They should act like they are doing their parental yeah, duties, like, but you're they're not. Like a whole clown. And then mm-hmm. you're over here telling people that him and my mom are still together. My mom gets pissed. Mom's like, we ain't fucking together. I'm like, we all know that it's a, his the Lulu wife. And I always say like, may all your the Lulus come to Lulu. This is my phrase, bitch. Whenever a bitch try to piss me off, I'm like, girl, may all your the Lulus come to Lulu because I'm not wasting my time on you. Yeah, because if you know, protect I always your peace. tell people. Yeah, I always tell people, do not test me. If you don't touch me, we good. Yeah, you gonna hear from me because if I cannot physically touch you, I'm gonna make sure that you cry, bitch. Mm-hmm. But I also have to work on that. Yeah, because you want to get to that point where you don't have to make any. I want to be able to sit walk here away and watch and the person lose their shit, and I'm just here like, Are and you you're calm, cool, and collected Are you done? with my glasses on. Like you done? Okay, mm-hmm. wrap it up. Somebody get this bitch like loving hip hop like. <laughs> Like, loving hip-hop. Like, fuck this shit. Okay. But, yeah, it is true. Parents can be the first ones to hurt their kids, can be the first ones to take their sparks. They're yeah, the like, ones giving it to them and taking it right away. Um, and, yeah. Some kids, kids, they grow up, and then when they when they grow up, they're so used to that toxic household that... They give it to their kids. Yeah. They're so... Like, you can move out of your parents' house, and you think everything's okay until you end up realizing that you have those toxic behaviors that you learn from your parents. And then it's in every. It could be in everything, like with your friends, with your partner. Just it's embedded in you, and you just and gotta a, figure yeah, out how to it. And not only out. affects you, but it affects you said it yourself, partner, mm-hmm. family, especially partner. Because mm-hmm. what if you find a good man, but because you're so in your fucking crazy, uh, yeah, and um, you lose that person. So it's like yeah. you gotta come to your conclusion. Like, is it worth it? Is it not worth it? Bitch, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. Like, I, like I told my fiance, I'm like, I appreciate you for you know holding me down when I was in my crazy moment. Because especially when you come from shitty relationships and you get into a healthy relationship, Oh, wow, that's me right now. (laughs) That's me right now. You don't know how to react. You just don't not know. Yeah. Like, in your head, it's like, is this real? It's not. When is it going to When is Or you're just so used to being manipulated so so much to the point where... So when someone treats you good, it's like you break. Like, eh. Like, what's, what's... What's your motive? Yeah, like, what you hiding? And, like, <laughs> yeah. And then you go through the phone and ain't nothing there. Like, boring shit. Like, yeah. Being mm-hmm. in a healthy relationship after your whole life, household toxic, mm-hmm. shitty past relationships, it's all new to you. And it's very... Yeah. It, I'm not saying... It's scary. Yeah, it's scary. It is normal at the beginning of a relationship if the person that grew up in that and dealt with that their whole life to somehow still react like that. Give them time. Yeah. But now, if it's been over two years and they're still acting like that, walk away. Yeah, like, don't let, don't let, just because somebody has, like, past trauma or they're healing from some things, that doesn't give them a reason to walk all over you. Still stand your ground, but just try to be patient. You know, like, if they're treating you wrong or doing something wrong, bring try and bring that to their attention. You don't necessarily just have to, like, walk away. I mean, if you want to walk away, walk away. I mean, you, you only need to know what you can handle. But my fucking the mouth if they get crazy. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. I'm kidding. That was <laughs> um, just you know, just have patience. Like for myself, my 
I don't know if he's on here or not, but my boyfriend, he's been very patient with me for some things. Like, I'm so used to being uh, manipulated or cheated on. I This is, like, my first real healthy relationship after getting out of, like, a very abusive relationship. And I'm relationship. so happy for you because and, I've witnessed everything you've been through. And Yeah. Bitch. He's a... He's very patient with me, like, I, like my mind plays, mind games on myself, or whatever. And he's like, he reassures me, a lot of reassurance, which I am appreciative for. But I don't have to feel like he has to do it, or like it's like a job or anything. Yeah. But he has been very patient with me, and it's helping me grow, like, grow. Like, before I got with him, I was, like, debating whether or not I should go to therapy. But once I got into that healthy relationship, and I was like, wow, like, this guy is great. I don't want to ruin this relationship. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go back into therapy and heal work on myself. I didn't do it because of him. He just helped me realize that it's, it's it was time. Changing. Yeah, it wasn't something time. for me to debate about. Like, you know what? Like, yeah, let me get myself together so I can be okay. But also so I don't affect the people around my around me or in my circle or in my life. Of course. Same mm-hmm. here. You know, like with him, he would tell me like, if you need to go to therapy, he's like, no, no, no rude way, but go away. Go. It's yeah. time for you to heal. Don't do it for me, but for yourself. Because all the anger that you have, you know, it's toxic. Also, know your partner. A lot of people assume that because a person is not romantic, that they don't love you. Personally, me. Oh, that's me. Oh, my God. I am not. My fiance, he is romantic. Yeah, he is. But he's not like crazy romantic. But you guys have to realize that not everybody's love language is romantic. That's very true. My love language is gifting and cooking. <laughs> And his love language is, you know, yeah, he gives me flowers. He gives me flowers. He takes me out to eat. But his love language is always making sure that I'm okay. And I feel like getting to know your partner and what their love language is, Mm -hmm. is a huge importance in a relationship. Because a lot of people, you know, social media has given expectation that if a person is not romantic, they're not into you. But we fail to realize that everybody is different. It's terrible. I, like, I'm a gift. Of, I, I Honestly, yeah, that's how I am too. I'll be broken. I'll still shower you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And my fiance told me, he's like, I know. He told me, he's like, babe, I know that you might think that I don't love you because sometimes I'm not as romantic as you think that I am. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my love language is a little different. My love language is getting whatever you want, making sure that you're good. Mm-hmm. Do, you can literally I just want. be touching too, you know? Yeah. Him, he grows my, you know, like, it's just a... Gifting is not, like, materialistic things are not the only way to show love. Yeah. Everyone is different. A lot of people's love language is gifting. A lot of people's love language is um, providing. A lot of people's mm-hmm. love language is being romantic. Yeah. A lot of people's love language is cooking, baking. My oh, sister-in-law's yeah. love language is literally baking. That girl and the best sister-in-law, you bake very well. Mm-hmm. And she's only 14. Her love language is baking to my brother. Bitch, we have trays of brownies, cookies, all this stuff. (laughs) And she's like, I'm not an affectionate person. She's not an affectionate person. She tries to be, but I get it. She's gone through a lot of things. I wasn't an affectionate person. When me and my fiance started dating and he would Mm -hmm. hug up on me, I would stay like this, like a mannequin. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because I wouldn't know what to do. Like, he would hug me and I would just be like... And in my head, I'm like, no, I have to do better. Mm -hmm. I have to really do better because... He's being affectionate. He's kissing up on me. And I'm just there like... Like a statue? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Like, ugh! Mm -hmm. So, you know, but once again, when your body, believe it or not, Mm -hmm. your body knows when someone is good to you. And intimately as well. 
True. Intimately true. as well. Your body knows, but that's for another topic. But with him, slowly my masculine energy started fading away. Oh my! My my, my masculine side started like drifting, mm-hmm. drifting, and then my feminine side started coming, coming out. out. Yeah, I went from I don't give a fuck. I wouldn't even cry it out. Didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I didn't want to feel your feelings. And then every time, like, and now it's like if I feel something, I cry, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> cry now since when do you cry i can definitely relate to that you know but that's also a huge shout out to my therapist because she told me Mm -hmm. she's like you have a box and this is where you're locking your emotions it's time for you to open that box yeah and it's time for you to know that it's okay to cry if something's hurting you so some people may be a little bit but to you even if your dog broke his fucking leg Mm -hmm. and you want to cry about it cry Cry about about it it. because it hurts you so when i started like you know crying and stuff Mm -hmm. this one time i remember you're gonna laugh and you guys are gonna laugh but we were i was me and my fiance were arguing Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm so sick and tired like for the dumbest shit you guys are gonna laugh only because i couldn't get a vanity mirror he's like i'll get it for you the next week like i was so pissed i was like you know what i'm tired i went to my mom's and he's like do you ever just look at yourself in the mirror and say you're a crazy bitch (laughs) tell me why i turned around and i look at the mirror i'm like stop being a crazy bitch (laughs) (laughs) he looks at me he's like you know i would normally would say yeah maybe i should leave (laughs) but i can't he's like i cannot stand you because you're funny like you're so like he's like (laughs) he's like i I can't stand you his facial expression in that moment (laughs) Are you okay? Nah, bitch. Like, I don't know. I felt like toxic behavior was like at the beginning of the ship for what, maybe like a month. My mm-hmm. fiance dealt with some crazy shit. I got out of the car while he was driving. Oh wow! I fell on my. <laughs> oh damn! I like you know when you when he's driving, my feet were like boom. I felt yeah at the beginning of the ship. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when you're dealing with someone who has come from a toxic environment, mm-hmm. relationship, past relationships, and household. It is a little challenge at the beginning to get them to yeah. open up to you. Don't mm-hmm. expect them to open up to you right away. And the toxic yeah. behavior might be there. But if this person, by a certain time, still acting like this, you got to go. Yeah, you got to go. Because I only acted like this, and I'm being completely honest and very open. I acted mm-hmm. like this for a month. Mm-hmm. But I was new to it. I was so new to it. Yeah. I was so new to it. And I was like, you know, and I, and I told him, I was like, I am sorry for the fucking bullshit that I put you through. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's okay. I mean, I'm always going to have in mind how you talk to yourself in a mirror and told yourself to stop being a crazy bitch. He's like, but he didn't say that way. He's like, stop being a crazy bee. But there's good in you. I grew yeah. up in that mentality that I wasn't a good person. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wouldn't get with him. I told him, I was like, I don't want to get with you because, you know, I was always told, whatever you touch, you break. So my mentality is like, if I get with him, I'm going to break him. I'm going to hurt him. Because that's yeah. what I would do to other dudes. Which, still fuck y'all. I'm not going to apologize to any of y'all because y'all did me dirty. So I'm not going to apologize to anybody in my past relationship because y'all tested the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. But he told me, he's like, I love you, but I'm not going to deal with this forever. Your toxic behaviors are you know a little crazy like he's like i never dealt with someone crazy like you when i told him i'm like i'm crazy like i'm not like not crazy like talking to myself crazy mm-hmm. but i'm crazy in the sense where like i would get the fuck out of the car and i would fuck if we're in the freeway yeah but i would care because i do love my life but you know what i'm saying like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, i'm like you know yeah but when you when you have it's okay to get therapy mm-hmm. people think that therapy is only because oh, yeah. you have anxiety and all this shit Oh, bitch. You guys, you therapy, therapy is you know? okay. It's okay to have it's therapy. It's okay to get therapy. It's okay to 
be crazy and, and get help for your crazy. And if you're also going through relationship problems, it's okay to have relationship mm-hmm. therapy as well. And it's okay to have a mental illness. There, it's of course. completely normal. There's tons of people that walk around here that have mental illnesses. Do not be afraid or ashamed of having a mental illness. It's completely fine. It's okay. There's treatments. There's therapy. You can get help. And just surround yourself with people that love you and support you. And just always remember that it's okay to not be okay sometimes because it's okay. Yeah. And if you did come from a toxic relationship like us, toxic relationships. Relationship with your parents. Relationship with your parents. And, and you meet someone who's good to you. Yeah. Don't be afraid to take that step. But also realize that just because they love you doesn't mean that they're going to... Put up with We you. need to take accountability because yeah. sometimes we tend to blame our partners. But, but it's know, really sometimes we could be manipulated to too. Mm-hmm. You know, I was very manipulative too back then. I yeah. was not, I was like not narcissistic, but I was manipulative. Like I would gaslight the fuck out of you. Like you cheated on me, now I'm gonna cheat on you. But I'm gonna make sure that you feel it because oh. you did it first. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, but for the whole toxic relationship, that's gonna be a whole different topic. But the point yeah, is that look forward to that coming soon. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna laugh because I got a lot of stories. Even though I kind of said some of them right now, but um, it's okay to to change who you are it's okay to be scared to be like a parent that you don't want to be what's mm-hmm. not okay is you not trying to break a cycle because if you have kids and you know that you need help in certain ways of that mm-hmm. change because your kids do not deserve to to go to therapy because of you you should not be the reason why your kids are in therapy kids did not ask to be brought into this world you brought them here you know, I, I'm not going to say just the mother because the dad has a whole, you know, parents decide to bring kids into this world. Mm-hmm. Um, change because kids deserve better. There's so many shit going on in the world. Awesome. It's crazy because kids at 15 that I work with are already fucking damaged from parents. Yeah. Kids should not be damaged at such a young age. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, hard to, it's, it's time to break cycles. It's time to <clears throat> do better because, it's true. like my mom said... If I give up, who's going to pick you up? You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. <laughs> she said, yeah. I was like a mannequin. I was like, uh, <laughs> are you hugging me? Like, mm-hmm. you don't react to it like that. Yeah, but also, also heal for your... Don't you know just heal saying? for your children, but heal for yourself. Um, your future children. Heal for yourself, too. Like, you might feel like the world is against you. The universe is against you. You don't know why all this shit is happening to you. But... All you need to do is take a look in the mirror, do some self-reflection, talk to somebody, and it'll help you. You'll realize, like, maybe I'm the problem, or maybe I need to go and, and heal. And everything will be okay after. And that's okay. Not okay, but what I'm saying is that you're not a fault for picking up the toxic behaviors of your parents. Yes, no, it's not you your fault. You didn't choose to be that way. They made you that way. I always say that. You cannot... There's that little quote that says, villains are born. No, no villain is born. Yeah. You create villains. Yeah. And, you know. So, this is all for today. We appreciate you guys for listening. If you missed the live, we are going to obviously post a live. But you guys can also check it out at our Spotify page, which sent it to me. Yeah. <clears throat> Thank you guys. And I hope you guys enjoyed our talk because we did. Stay tuned for our next DM us on what you guys want us to talk about. We can talk about. We talk about everything. We can talk about writing. I'm just kidding. Oh wait, wait, wait. (laughs) But um, girlies, have a good week. Thank thank you, you too. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope that this gives you guys a little, you know, clarification that 
you're not a fault for your parents behaviors and mm-hmm. now that you guys have heard us and our side of the stories you're not crazy you just were created this you were built this way i don't say created but you were built this way but it's okay to you know fix yourself and heal yourself because it's also not good for your health to have a lot of shit in you yeah so drink your waters and you know drink your water yeah and healthy. dm us and whatever topic you guys want us to do and if you would love to be a special guest and let us show know. let us know and if you have a you know a topic of an experience that you want to talk about mm-hmm. let us know we will welcome you guys with open arms this is not a no judgment free and i am one of your hosts ashley and i'm your host creole and this was what's, what's the, the tea, tea?